Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Happy Friday, Lit Sisners. Another Friday. Here we are. I, seriously, the weeks are just flying by. I don't understand how it's already Friday again. And we have a new Litsis episode for you guys. I know. This is an exciting one. I feel like this is the time that I always look forward to in the year where we get to reflect on all the books that have really made an impact um, in the literary world and in our own lives. And Goodreads and Book of the Month both come out with um, like ratings and, and top books that have, you know, been really talked about or really... Um, loved and adored by its readers and um the literary world in general and you get to especially on Goodreads it's really fun because you have each genre has like a plethora of books and you get to vote for which ones that you really love and which ones that stand out to you um but book of the month does something a little different they just do like I think it's maybe 16 books um and all of all different genres and you just pick which one's your favorite, and then they go to a top five. And usually it's, like, a book per genre. Like, I feel like they usually are, like, a thriller, a fiction, a, you know, fantasy or whatever in their top five. And then you have the number one book of the year, which is so fun. I love it. Yeah, but so I also – I'm also a sucker for a good competition, though. It's true. So today we're going to talk a little bit about – um, the books that are finalists and nominees right now for the various uh, for the various Goodreads and Book of the Month ones, and then also questioning maybe ones that we feel like should be there but aren't. Yeah, definitely. So I actually have the Book of the Month ones pulled up. It's one, two, three, four times one, two, three, four, five. Four times five is twenty. Twenty books, wow, not 20 sixteen. Books. Yeah, it's a good amount. Um, and that even is. just when we first looked at these books, we were kind of surprised. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah, we were for really sure. Su- really surprised. These were definitely yeah. not – there were definitely some on here that I was like, um, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? Yes, I think um, you maybe got sorted into the wrong house. Wink, wink. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no but seriously there um it's it, it is quite interesting and i'm gonna pull it up as well so i'm looking at it with you and i don't think you can even see it on the app so i'm gonna go are you on the app i actually screenshotted the books oh. and i sent it to our book club text. oh you did yeah so it's under oh. screenshots in our group text messages yeah i'll just find it perfect um, yeah, I honestly feel like we looked at it, it. When did it come out? It came out like it came out like a week ago, I think. Yeah. So like not that long ago. It, here's the thing. I don't really like critiquing books very much, just because like, like I obviously know we do reviews and we talk about like why we like books or why we don't, but it's it's hard, especially when like it's books pinned up against each other. I, I feel like it's hard for me to like be like why why this book, but I feel like this year with some of the book of the month finalists. I'm like, oh, like I read this book and I didn't think it was like the best of the year. 
Yeah, for sure. And part of me wonders if some of them, and I'm thinking of one in specific, is on this not necessarily because it was super good, but because people talked about it a lot because people weren't sure how they felt about it. And actually, yeah, just stirred up. That might be the reason why. Well, even speaking of that, there is a book that is not on here that I think should be on here that also has got a lot of talk. I know exactly the one you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it deserves. I think it deserves. That's probably it's, it's probably one of my favorite books I read this year. Not yeah. gonna lie. And and here's the thing: I we have no idea how they get to these finalists. These nominees. Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, is it based on the percentage of people who loved them? Because you can love, like, and dislike on Book of the Month. You can't just like give a rating. Um, you do love, like, or dislike. So part of me is like, is this, these are the books that had, like, the highest percentage of loves? Or are these the books that mo- more people picked per month? I think it's probably a mixture of both, honestly. Yeah. Because I feel like you can have a handful of books, maybe, like, one or two books, maybe, I don't know, a few books where not a ton of people picked it. But they all loved it. Who picked it, like, loved it. And there's, like, no dislikes. But then you yeah. could have a book that multiple people picked because they were interested in it. And obviously, per- the percentage is going to be different because you're going to have more variety. And then you have more maybe loves and likes and a few dislikes. But maybe because of the, more, the volume of how many got chosen and how many mm-hmm. did love or like over the dislike and over the ones that were less picked but with higher, like, percentages overall – like, I feel like those ones rank out more than the ones that were loved more. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That makes sense. But I don't know. Like, some of these, I'm telling you, like, some of these, I'm like, no, yeah, these are really good books. Um, I have read, I think we picked, I think we counted last time. I think I've read seven. And one, I think two, I've read three, five. Four, five, six, seven. Yes. I have one at my house right now to read two of them one in my house read from the library one that i got from you um what did you get from me um you just read it like a month ago and then one our friend sarah just got from the um from the this like a used bookstore actually so there's oh, like yeah. quite a few on here that um if i want i can try to read more of but i feel like usually it's so funny. The past few years for me, at least at least three to five, if not all five finalists, I have read or That's I had so picked. And so I'm wondering if something similar will be happening this year with within the top seven out of these 20, if if majority of those will be picked Could for be, I mean, the you, finalists or not. You <laughs> have know. a higher likelihood of any of the books that you've read being in the top five less than I do. Especially because some of the books, it's not like I read five that you didn't read and you've read mm-hmm. seven that I didn't read. Like, I think there's only like maybe two on here of the five that I've read that you haven't read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, we have a lot of stuff that like that we don't 100% like line up that we've read all the exact same, which is super mm-hmm. fun. It's really, really interesting. This is a really interesting year for books. I really feel like it because I feel like there's been a wave of controversial books or books that have been like highlighting things in society, but then also books that are um, more escapism and um, fantasy and things like that. And so 
there's and, and, and there's been a lot of romance as well this year. I feel oh, like there's been sure. a ton of romance that's come out. So I feel like you've got that those spectrums where you have ones where it's like, okay, this is like a really hard hitting book. And then you have the book that's like, oh, this is a fun cutesy book. So it's like, like you said, like, how do I compare those two? But, you know, in the long run, you, you obviously know which ones, you know, draw your attention more or obviously the readers thought were better than others. So that's why we have these 20 here. Yeah, so without further ado, would we like to uh, say what the 20 are? Sure. Um, Do you want to, are you looking at the picture? I am. Let's just go line by line. Okay. So the first one is The Death of Vivek OG by Akwe, what is it? Akwaki? What is it? I think it's Akwaki and Mezzi. Yeah, that's what I thought. Akwaki and Mezzi. Yep. The Death of Vivek OG. OJ? OJ? OG? I was OG. OG. Yeah, me too. Okay. And then The Space Between Worlds, Micaiah Johnson. The Guest List by Lucy Foley. The Girl with the Louding Voice by Abby Dari. Jojo Moyes, The Giver of Stars. Betrayed by Emily Henry. The Night Swim by Megan Golden. Transcend Kingdom by Yagi Yassi. Winter Counts by David Hesko Wanbley. We widen, man. I have such long authors. <laughs> you do. Anxious people by Frederick Bachman, The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett, and The Invisible Life of Addie Larue by V. E. Schwab. Cast: The Origins of Our Discontents by Isabel Wilkerson, Leave the World Behind by Ruman Alam, Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Moreno Garcia, Alice Hoffman's Magic Lessons, The Beauty and Breaking by Michelle Harper. The Book of Longings by Sue Monk Kidd. Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. Sager. (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, One to Watch by Kate Stamen London. Wow, that is a lot of books. It is. And as I'm going through them, some of them, like I said, I'm not surprised are here. And there's maybe one, two, three. Okay, well, I will say there's one, two, three. Three or four that I'm, like, just surprised to see. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, a handful of ones that I'm, like, I'm not surprised you're here, but I still don't think you should be here. Does that yeah. make sense? And then a few where I'm, like, okay, yeah, no, I think you deserve to be here. What are your thoughts? Um, there is, I would say, quite a few that I was genuinely surprised about. So I'm just going to pop in and say the ones I've read first. Go for it. Yeah. So I've read The Guest List by Lucy Foley. We've both read that. Um, and we've also both read Betrayed by Emily Henry and Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. And now I have read, and bo- both were my picks for the month of October, um, Transcendent Kingdom. No, wait, maybe Transcendent Kingdom was September. Um, anyway, Transcendent Kingdom by Yagi Yassi and Leave the World Behind by Ruman Alam were books that I've read that you haven't. And mm-hmm. I really, I liked both of them. I really loved Transcendent Kingdom, and I definitely think that one deserves to be here Leave the world behind yeah. was not exactly what i expected but i it is already like being slated to be like a like mini tv show so i can definitely see why it would be on here so why do you, do you want to talk about the other three that we both have read really quick and tell or, and say if you think that those ones also deserve to be on here or not and then i can talk about the ones that i've read that you haven't sounds good so be treated by emily henry i i definitely feel like it should be there 
Um, I think that this year was a really strong year for romance novels. Not that I've read a whole lot of them, but there were some very, very strong ones. And I think it all on the Goodreads, on the Goodreads, like romance genre, I, for like voting, like I was talking about earlier, there were like multiple that I was like, read that, read that, read that. I was like, dang, romance was like you said, romance was like big. It was. I really feel like really, it really started with Beach Read. Like, mm-hmm. Beach Read was published in, like, what, May or June? Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think that, like, after that, there were so many really good ones that were, were published. And I think Beach Read really deserves it because it's not just, like, a sappy romance. Like, there's a lot of depth to it with the characters and what they go through. Um, Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. He did a great job having a comeback this year um, after... Um, his book last year, which was can't even think of lock every door. Lock every door. Thank you. Um, was a little bit of a letdown when it comes to his what he normally provides. Home Before Dark really was able to show off some of his best writing skills and some of his best storytelling abilities. So I definitely think it deserves to be there. However, the guest list by Lucy Foley, I do not think should be in the best books and I but the only reason I think it is is probably because it was talked about so much there were some people that loved it and a lot of people who were neutral about it like we were yeah I agree I feel like that's one of the books that um is on this list because of the amount of publicity it got or the amount of just talk and and discussion and advertisement that it got not only by book reviewers but like booktubers and just people on Instagram and um I just feel like it was a book that was even before it was actually released so many people had read it because of book of the month or because of other arcs um I just feel like it's been in circulation for so long already this year it's kind of like I'm not surprised to see it, but I'm also kind of like, I don't think it really deserves to be here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the ones that I have read that you have not are The Space Between Worlds by Micaiah Johnson, which I've talked about is like a sci-fi. Um, I definitely appreciate what she was trying to do. This is actually in the top for the fantasy genre on Goodreads as well, which I was really surprised to see. But I appreciate the world that she's been trying to create. I appreciate the the plot line and like the, the what she was going for. I just personally didn't feel like she did it very well. I don't think it was super very well developed. Like as in, I mean, like it was developed, but it wasn't like, mm. I don't know. I just didn't feel like it. Um, I didn't really feel super um, like, you know, when you have like, like, all the side stuff was really interesting. And then when it was, like, the main big bad guy or the main big bad thing that was happening, I could care less, honestly. I couldn't care. I was just like, um, okay. I just, like, so, didn't catch your attention anymore? No, it just was, like, it just didn't seem, um, like, the other side stuff, like, the world building that she curated was really interesting. And then when she actually introduced the, um conflicts like there were multiple little conflicts but like the main big bad issue that like kind of makes it feel like it could be set up for multiple books like you know where it's like Mm -hmm. oh but the real person behind all of this bad stuff is blah 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 and this is their main plot like I didn't really care about that because I was kind of like oh this is really interesting I'm happy with these little side stories and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so I don't know I'm surprised to see it here honestly um but it was it was okay um, I also read Frederick Bachman's Anxious People, my first one of his 
Um, and I loved it. I'm not surprised to see it. I think it was an excellent read. Um, Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, I just read in love, like <laughs> probably one of my top books of the you year. You literally sent Part- our family a t-shirt referencing Addie LaRue because you want it for Christmas. That's how much you loved it. It's just so good. Like, this is the thing, Matt. You need to read it because it is. Oh, it iconic. feels historical fiction. It feels like you're reading a historical fiction, like the life of somebody, but there's also like some fantasy and like magic stuff behind it. Does that make sense? So it's like, it feels like it reads like historical fiction. Okay. And it's very intriguing. Um, so anyway, I'm not surprised that that one's on there. I've also read The Beauty and Breaking by Michelle Harper, which is a memoir, a medical memoir. Um, I have talked extensively about this book um, before, <laughs> and I also wrote a review. All of these books have um, reviews as well on brooklynbinding.com for you guys to check out. But um, The Beauty and Breaking literally does not feel like a memoir. It's like multiple little short stories that she tries to like implement life lessons for the reader of like, hey, in a way it kind of felt like she was saying like, hey, reader, you're not very good. Let me help you try to be better. Or, hey, reader, like, cut these people, like, cut some some slack or blah, blah, blah. And she mentions in it, because she does, like, ER work, that she only sees people for, like, glimpses of their lives, like, these little moments. She doesn't see, obviously, their whole story. And I really feel like this book is exactly the same way, where it's, like, she's only letting us see a glimpse into her life. And it's kind of nodding to things that have happened other part like in her past but it does not feel like a good memoir like I I did not like it at all I like even struggled with finishing it because I didn't want to and I, I just was like oh so I'm really spicy to see it on here it also is in the Goodreads memoir and mm-hmm. um, biography stuff um and then the other one that I th- I think that's it the ones that I've read that you haven't um there should be four yeah I think that's it yeah one two three four yep okay so for the most part the only one that you really thought that deserved it was Addie LaRue right well anxious, anxious people, people too yes I would say yeah mm-hmm. so I think if we talk if I if we go through we can say if we think that they all deserve it or not like the ones we haven't mm-hmm. mentioned and then I have like a um, brief list of books that I think deserved to be on book of the month finalists and weren't all right so first, Death of Vivek OG. I was surprised to see this one. I seriously was surprised. I didn't hear much about it. I know we had both kind of potentially discussed picking it for one of the months, but it was kind of sidestepped by some other mm-hmm. books. Um, I definitely would still Apparently, it was though, really so. good. Mm-hmm. And also, The Girl with the Louding Voice by Abby Dari. I know that that one has been pretty mm-hmm. popular. Not really super surprised to see it, but I, I just don't know much about it i don't remember much mm-hmm. about it but i've heard good things giver of stars by Jojo Moy. <laughs> uh, didn't this book come out last year like i literally sat here thinking the other uh-huh. day i thought didn't giver of stars come out in november last year because i remember we had a, a litsis episode and i thought it was last fall talking about how this book had potential plagiarism okay, i think maybe that episode happened this year or at no the end way. Of last year but I do know Give Her Stars. Like, we talked about Give Her Stars before it came out. So we weren't talking about it when it was coming oh. out. It, people knew it was coming out and the plagiarism stuff came in up with, like, oh, some ARCs. Gotcha. So, 
yeah, so if you guys don't know why we feel so strongly, okay, we both like Jojo Moyes as a writer, but if you don't understand why we feel so strongly against Giver of Stars, please listen to our episode about Giver of Stars. Jojo Moyes is under some serious allegations of plagiarism in this book because there's because she did very little research. She wrote it really fast at the same time as somebody else had literally moved to the States to like the area in which the giver of stars or or like the it's it, there it's like a library something backpacking it's basically yeah, like yeah, library yeah. books mm-hmm. being delivered on horseback thing it's it's a whole thing anyway but like it was it's a whole historical event and the other writer like literally like moved to that part of the states and was like studying that and like literally there are scenes in both books that like are like the same with very similar writing and like very similar wording and like this other author worked for like five plus years on it and Jojo Moyes wrote this in like a year and a half so there's like some serious allegations but Jojo Moyes is a more popular writer so she hasn't really gotten any flack for it so I'm surprised that book of the month still promoted this book considering everything I know but you also can say that about the book that we would that's true that's true like but I did have someone recommend that is a friend of mine recommend Giver of Stars. I really liked it. Um, I just don't know if they knew about that whole scandal. Um, so anyway, not surprised to see it, but also we're kind of like meh. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say also Beach Read, Night Swim, and Transcendent Kingdom, not surprised. Oh, heck no. I really um, still want to read Night Swim, but it hasn't gotten as much. I've heard mixed yeah, things. It hasn't gotten as much good stuff that I, I thought it would have. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay. Winter Counts. Surprise. Really? 100% I was surprised when I saw this. Yeah. I don't feel like, I feel like um, there have been some, there has been some talk about it. Maybe you've heard more than me, but I was like, when that was an option for a book of the month, I think maybe it was October, September, October. I was kind of like, meh. But maybe it's because it's like, they're trying to represent a lot of different people and authors they're trying to be conscious of that Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's why maybe it has been put in here I I don't know know. I actually am kind of intrigued to read it because I actually have been seeing it getting a lot of praise so when I saw it on here I wasn't surprised at all so so I was I'm honestly interested to read it like I feel like a lot of the times there will be books um that I am interested in reading that I don't end up reading because I just think to myself like oh like I'll just wait um I'll see what happens and then um it ends up getting like a lot of good reviews and then I'm suddenly like oh okay like now I would like to read it <laughs> um and so that's kind mm-hmm. of where I, yeah you kind of wait to see how it how it pans yeah, out that's for where people. I feel like I am with winter counts mm, okay Frederick Backman, Anxious People, I already said yes. What do you think about, um, and Invisible Life, Adelie Rue, what do you think about Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett? You know, I've also heard a lot of good things about it, but I I haven't. Me too. I don't honestly remember very much what it's about. Isn't it about the two, is it about the two sisters? Okay. Yes, twin sisters, yeah. I believe. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this book sounded interesting when it first came out. It, it was something that, for some reason, like, would randomly come to my mind, like, the, the premise of it. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of interesting. I ended up, I don't know why I didn't pick it. Something else must have been catching my attention. But not surprised Mm -hmm. about that either. Now, I feel like these last two rows 
have the most for me surprises. Oh, for sure. So I can start with the first row. What I thought was surprising. Oh, for, wait, man, I lost. I lost the picture. Here. Oh no. Yes. We've got. Oh yes. No, I got to tell you. So cast. Okay. Um, that one was surprising for both of us, just because I feel like this book kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but I do know that you know it, it hits a lot of things that have been very hot topics in the United States at least um, very recently. So I can understand maybe if it's based on like. This is why I wonder, like, how they decide on the nominees. Like, is it truly based on how many people choose the books? Because if it's based on how many people choose the books, this is not surprising to me because I'm betting a lot of people chose this for their option. Um, because mm-hmm. it was feeling mm-hmm. relevant. Um, yeah, I agree with behind. that. Not too surprised about that. I already said Mexican Gothic. I'm I'm not surprised about this one just because I know it was already getting a lot of attention. Um, um, mm-hmm. And it was one that I was considering reading. I am surprised about the Magic Lessons book by Alice Hoffman because it's a prequel. I agree. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Alice Hoffman had, like, two or three, like, two books, I think, come out in the same month that was, that go with a book that she had come out, like, maybe a year or two ago. And it just felt like all of a sudden, boom, like, Alice Hoffman, like, all all over the place. I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Like, I'm very surprised. Like, I... I don't really get it. I haven't read. I think the first one's called the first one's called Rules of Magic. If yeah, I'm I think that thinking be, yeah. correctly. Um, I just yeah, I I don't know. I think it's I just a, don't I know. Think it's surprising I'm very confused. That a prequel was able to get here because you don't see very it's mostly mm-hmm. standalone books that you see. Um, and like it very much just surprised me that like there was enough people who read her previous books to then come and choose this one to the point that it was so popular to be on here. Well, I thought it was surprised that Book of the Month had this as one of the top five for a month. And then the other one was... Add-on. Like an add-on. Like, this was the main choice of a month. Like, I was like, what? Very confused. It must be... And maybe it's a part of some literary world area genre stuff that we're not really... Mm -hmm into that much i don't yeah. know and then you already talked about beauty and the breaking so the book of longings i feel like is like the most controversial book on this entire list <laughs> Haley, would you like <laughs> to explain what the book of longings is to those who do not know a book of longings is based in biblical times and the main character is supposedly quote-unquote jesus jesus's yes. wife now that goes against the religious Christian mindset of history. And the historical so, mindset, honestly, not. <laughs> it's just historical mindset. It's just really interesting. Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised to see it on here because I know it was getting a lot of attention, but I also am like, uh, and I'm intrigued, but I'm also, I, I just know that it was something that, I was not like 100% happy about when I first heard about it. I just, because I love, I love when people take liberties, but I feel like this is such a, that's like such a specific um, liberty to mm-hmm. take and kind of very controversial to take where I'm like, are you really not going to go there and kind of thing? Like, you know what I mean? It feels like something that like, as, as an American writer feels like it's, I think she's American actually, I'm not sure. But it feels like when you're writing the American public, that feels like something that's a little bit more comfortable to write about because 
like Christianity is very like well sparsed not, not well sparsed but, like well spread around the United States to the point that like people don't really care about like being incorrect about it because like there's just so many people it's not like it's like very rare and very protected of a religion in our in in our country versus I think if you were to mm-hmm. like take say like take Muhammad and like give him like make part of like have a his, like a historical fictional book about Muhammad um of Islam and like give him like have a part of his life be like super false that's not really what what he went through and like tried to write a book about that I feel like mm-hmm. that would be seen as much more offensive because Islam is a well I will say I'm not religion in the United States well I agree with that but also I I kind of on what you just said I'm not sure where this was but there was actually a man who was like a teacher this is just recent in the news um well I don't know if it was really talked about that much but something actually happened where this man I believe he was a teacher and he was maybe in the Middle East somewhere I'm not sure but he showed um he's trying to talk about like freedom of speech I believe or something and he showed a cartoon about Muhammad and got like I'm pretty sure he got like killed because it was like yeah, because it was insulting Muhammad or it was doing something like you're not allowed to like, I don't know. I don't know much about the cultural aspects of that, but like anything that is potentially like negative towards like, Muhammad to is not like make any image of Muhammad. Like, no, yeah, yeah. yeah there was an image, an image of him. Of him. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. yeah Cause yeah. it was a cartoon. And I'm pretty sure because he showed it to his class, like, he got killed or something like that. Or at least put in jail or something. Like, something bad really happened to him. Yeah. You're just like, ooh. So could you imagine, like, (laughs) if the roles are reversed, like what you were saying, this book would not exist. So it's just, it's very interesting and very controversial. And I feel like because Christianity is so well widespread, it feels like it's okay to do. But also, like, I think we need to treat, like, all religions on an equal level of respect, which I feel like this book didn't do. Although I'm still interested about reading it just to see. Maybe, maybe it's not as bad as I am thinking. But who knows? That's, that's a book that our friend got. So maybe she'll read it and let us know. Mm-hmm. And then the last two, I'm not really surprised to see Home Before Dark and One to Watch. Um, both have been getting rave reviews. Both are standouts. And I think they deserve to be at least top 20. Now, when we get down to top five, I'm going to be really intrigued as to see which mm-hmm. ones are. And a lot of these books end up being repeated in Goodreads. I'm just going to briefly look at some of the top genres in Goodreads. So Girl, the Louding Voice is also on there. Frederick Bachman's Anxious People. This book that I know Haley really feels like should have been on Book of the Month finalist is American Dirt by Janine Cummins. Is, is there for Goodreads. Yes. So that one was... I know. Yeah. That's what I've been voting for. <laughs> that one was for. definitely, yeah, <laughs> every round, definitely way controversial as well. But Book of the Month still decided to put it as a book of the book um for a month. But I definitely think it was good enough to be a nominee. You know what book I've been constantly voting for is Dear Edward for fiction. Even though like I read that yeah. last year, and it feels like a 2019 book to me. It technically came out in 2020. Um, we see Home Before Dark mm-hmm. as well. On Goodreads, the new Stuart Curtin book, The Devil and the Dark Water, is there. Lucy Foley's yep. Guestless is there. One by One by Ruth Ware is there. 
Long Bright River is there. The Wives is there on Goodreads. These are books that we've been reading. Vanishing Half is also there. Pool of the Stars by Emma Donahue, which is a book that I recently read. Sue Monk Kids, The Book of Longings is there. Um, I don't know if, uh, I don't think that Pool of the Stars is there on Goodreads. No. Good job, Goodreads. Um, and we just see a lot of the same, a lot of the same ones. Um, and then on their romance one, we see One to Watch. Uh, beach read a lot of the repeats one of Haley's favorites is in five years and the switch which Haley just recently read so if you don't have book of the month because I don't know if you can vote on book of the month if you are not a member go to Goodreads and they're in their final round right now and you can vote for some of your favorite books in every single category and there's a winner for each category um, and it's always really good and fun to read um, and fun to vote for. So that's just kind of a brief look at some of the books that the world is collectively voting for. And um, pretty soon, by the end of December, we will tell you our topics of the year. Is Lysis not fulfilling your weekly book-related needs? <gasps> I know. How dare you? So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great as reading. And if you want to be on the in with the people who you're listening to, a.k.a. us, us. you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads A Lot is mine. And at Brooke and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookeandbinding.wordpress.com. Where I reference all the books that I speak personally read or talk about my rating the synopsis of the book and why i gave it the stars that i did but if you like to read but not that much you can go to maddie reads a lot where i write one little sentence about the book that i read and a small rating and also keep enjoying lit sis yes and share lit sis share our bookstagrams and just share the book love so that's kind of wraps up what we're here to talk about today so Haley, what are you reading what am I not reading? Oh, wow. <laughs> I literally have, like, three or four books that I've recently started. No joke. Um, I do not know how you can do that. I, I haven't done it for a while. And the thing is, I think nah, I think this is what it is. I'm getting library books in that I'm wanting to read. But then I also have books that you and I have talked about. And then I have a book that's, like, really been, re- like, just standing out to me in my heart of like, hey, you should read this book right now. So I've got a few things. Um, I'm reading um, the second book of the Scythe series I just got from the library. It's called Thunderhead by Neil uh, Shusterman. Shusterman. Um, I'm like, I feel the need to read this one right now because it is from the library, but also because I loved the first one so much I was ready to dive in. Except I think my attention is elsewhere. So every time I sit down to read it, I'm kind of like, am I just reading this just because I am forcing myself or am I actually enjoying it? So I have also picked up two other books. I am going to start reading Emma by Jane Austen with you. I just, it was, it was my idea because I was feeling like we got our Stephen King done this year. And we Mm -hmm. also said we needed a Jane Austen this year and the year is ticking by and we have not done it. And I thought better now than ever, let's just do it. So you picked up Emma, I think yesterday or day before from the library yesterday. Yep. And so we are going to be reading that together. And then the book that has really been, um, 
catching my attention and has actually been being brought up a lot with different podcasts that I've been listening to or, or, um, just things like this, the climate of our world right now is just all over the place. And so I have picked up 1984 by George Orwell. Ooh. This book has been on my mind for a few months now, and I realized my mother-in-law had a copy, and so I took it off of her bookshelf and have started reading it. Um, so yeah, that's what I am currently reading, which is more than usual. Perfect. Yeah, so Mad, what are you reading? So I am reading Emma by Jane Austen. I'm about almost 200 pages in, but I'm- Are you joking me? I'm sorry. You told me to start reading. Yeah, but we were, I thought we were going to discuss like what, how many pages a day and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to catch up now. Oh, Haley, you're definitely going to catch up. No, I'm you not. Will, you will, I will, I will slow down. I will stop reading. No, just pump it out and then I'll read it when I get to it. I got so many things I'm reading right now. Well, I thought that's what I thought you meant. I thought you meant, oh, just read it. I didn't know you wanted me to wait for you. I wanted us to read it at the same time like usual. Okay, well, I will stop. I will stop. I promise. I'll stop. I can read something else. I have another oh. book I'm reading. Okay, well, what else are you reading? I'm reading God Loves Ugly by Krista Black. Oh, that's, that is a good that is a good one, but that's, that's not a book even that like. You gave me. I know, but that's not even like a fiction book. That's like a hard hitting, soul searching. Well, I book. can start a fiction book as well. So I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Gosh dang! How am I gonna have time to read 200 pages of a classic novel within like two days? I don't think I'll be able to do it. Okay, how about this? How about this then? Whenever you start, I will just start over. No, 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 no. I'm serious. It's fine. No, you're not rereading 200 pages. That's dumb. Do you no, like it so far? Is it a quick read? Here, here's the thing. I think I was thinking to myself that you were just going to get to it whenever you wanted to. So I was just reading at my pace, mm-hmm. which is not always the most comprehensive when it comes to classics when I read at my pace. So like gotcha. I have a general idea of things that are going on, but I probably could know more. You know, mm-hmm. I could probably pay attention more. So whenever, yeah. I'll just start another book. And whenever you're ready to start, Emma, we will take it day by day, and I will no, start all over. No, I don't I'm, want you no. to reread it. That's ridiculous. No, I'm I'll gonna... just catch up. Haley, I don't know what's happening in the book, so I might as well just read it. <laughs> you don't know? Not really. Kind of. I think oh, I need Lord. to take it slower than I am, so I think starting it over will be beneficial for me. Well, obviously, I can't control you and tell you what to do or what not to do, but golly... 200 pages in and you have no clue what's happening. It's only like a 300 and some, like 350 or 60 page book, My copy right? is like 480. Whoa. Yeah, my copy is not that much. Okay, then we need to be very specific on our page numbers. And maybe like our chapter markers. Yeah, probably a good idea. No, my copy is very extensive, which is why I thought you Do you have the- a lot of, do you have a lot of, uh, like, is it big spaced words? Like, is there, is no. it like big pages? No. <laughs> I what don't know why heck? your copy might be shorter, but mine is like 480 pages or something like that. It's it's in the 400s wow. for sure. Are you sure that, because like my copy of Emma at the end has like, um, it has, um, what's it called? Oh, shoot. Like a reading it's, guide? Yeah, it's got these different, like, appendixes. or Appendixes. No, no, mine goes straight to the end. 
No, it is really? 495 pages. Wow. And okay. I'm on page 186. Oh my goodness. So I don't know. And mine is literally like small, like font, close together, not big spacing at all. Paperback. Oh my goodness. So I can just, wow. I can either just wait for you to catch up or whenever you start, I can start it over. But mine is definitely not short. My copy's not short at all. Oh, man. So how about I just start a different book while I wait for you? So I'm okay. going to start Closed Casket by Agatha Christie because that's the next one on my list. Okay. And then whenever you start, Emma, I'll figure out what I'm going to do from there. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Yeah. I don't know well, why your copy's different. I'll, I will double check my copy later, but that is crazy to me. Um, yeah. And I think for some reason, like I've kind of had in my head, I was setting Emma aside until you were going to be ready to like actually read it because I was going to start it a few days ago and I knew you hadn't picked it up yet. And I was like, you know, what? I'll just wait. I'll just start reading something else. So I was like, Ooh, I'll read Thunderhead in the daytime. Um, and I will read, oh, shoot, what's it called? Um, 1984 at nighttime. And so I was trying to, like, switch them up. And I hadn't, hadn't yeah. even Yeah, well, I, I told you. I, didn't I tell you? So, I picked stuff from the library yesterday. Yeah, but we, you didn't say, hey, I'm starting library, it today that's, or anything no, that's like that. You were just like. But if I pick something up from the library, like Emma, if I was going to go pick that up, that meant I was going to start reading it. I, apolo- I apologize. I see. That's okay. We're yeah. we're good now. No worries. Wasn't trying to make you like reread anything. Sorry, oh sorry, but <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what man. a turn of anyway, events. So I guess our reading is all over the place. Well, yeah. we'll get this sorted out and we'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> all right. Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. Hey, Mad. Oh, shoot, you're gone.